Yo, what's going on guys? How are you guys doing? Welcome to episode 31 of season 2 of the Millionaire Podcast. As you all know, I'm your host Chris and I'm really excited to be back here again with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the previous episode that you've listened to and if you've not, please go back and listen to it. I hope it's going to add a lot of value to you. And if you are new here, thank you for tuning in again or thank you for tuning in for the first time. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. And if you're tuning in again and you've not subscribed, please go and subscribe. Please also leave a review. If you get anything from this episode, please leave a review. And also, don't forget to rate the podcast and share to each and every one of your friends and family members. And I'm really excited to be back here again. So let's sit back, let's relax, get a drink, get something to eat, stay in a chill environment, and let's jump right into today's episode. So guys, um, in today's episode, I'm very sure from the title, you already have an idea of what I'm going to talk about, but I'll start with the story. So sometime last two, three weeks before I went to the NYC camp at Yanopaja side, I wanted to go to school to get my NUR because for NYC, one of the requirements or one of the documents you need to bring for the NYC camp is your NRL, which is your notification of results, which really just basically shows that, um, you know, this is your name and this is who you graduated from and this is what you graduated with, whether it's your first class, second class, or third class, and things like that. So I needed the document. So I, I wanted to go to school on a Sunday so that I can come back home on Monday or go back to work on Monday and, you know, clarify everything at work before ending up going to camp on the Wednesday. So on Sunday, I left home, packed my things. On my way going, I normally, on a normal day, when I go to my school, my school is Covenant University at Otter. When I go there, I normally use Ikeja Road. Like, I get to Ikeja along from there. I use another bus that's going to Otter. And that's how I always go. But this time around, I came from my house. I stayed at Satellite. Then I went to Apple Junction or Second Rainbow. Sorry, I went to Second Rainbow. If you guys know Lagos very well, you know the particular areas I'm calling Second Rainbow. Somewhere around Amor Dolphin side. So at Second Rainbow there, I crossed over direction and I was hearing people say toll gate, toll gate, toll gate. And I was like, ah, man, dude, so I can get a bus from here directly to toll gate. So I just go to Ikeja along again. And that's how I entered the bus. When I entered the bus, on my way going, I started having a very messed up feeling about the bus I entered. I was like, are you sure I should? And uh, I should be in this bus, or I used to, I shouldn't take my normal route, I should take and stop at Oshodi and enter Ikeja bus and stop at Ikeja along. But because they said toll gate now, I just kept going. I didn't really like, I, I just wanted to, you know, fashion the feeling I was having. I didn't want to take any action on that feeling. I just kept, I just kept staying in the bus. And before you knew it, we had eventually passed Oshodi and we kept moving. And I was just asking the conductor, have you got to toll gate? He was like, no, you don't go to the toll gate yet, it's still in front. I was like, okay, no problem. I kept staying in the bus, staying in the bus, staying in the bus, staying in the bus. Then at some point, the journey was becoming too much or too long. And I started to plug in my earpiece and I was listening to music. Now, I was listening to music. 
I told the conductor or the driver before I got there that Omo, when is when you get to Trogate, please let me know because I do not know again. I didn't know the route or the route that they were following. So I was I, I was just hoping that the driver would tell me when I'm getting there. And before you know it, I was still on my earpiece, and by the time I raised up my head, the next thing I was hearing that the drivers were saying was Shagamu, Shagamu, Shagamu. And I'm like, what? Bro, where's the toll gate? Like, where are you guys going? And I said, I'm with past toll gate. And I'm like, but I told you to tell me when you get to toll gate. I do not know the route that you guys are following this time around. Why didn't you tell me when you, get to, when you go to toll gate? And that's how I came down. Now, that was the first feeling. If I had known, I'd have just jumped up on the bus when I got to the show. But I didn't listen to that feeling and I came down. Now, before you know it, I was down at that place. Now, that place was Ojodu Bega, which is completely far from wherever I wanted to go to. It's completely far. And I didn't know it was completely far because I thought that, okay, maybe since Ogun State, Ogun State, it's going to be kind of close. Until I asked a, a bike guy there, I was like, oh, how much is from this place to Togate? And the guy was like, five bar. I was like, okay, do you mean 500 naira? I said, no, 5k. I'm like, what? 5k on bike? What's happening here? And the bus too that was going there, there weren't a lot of people. And this was like three in the evening. And I didn't want to be there till like five or six because it's going to take me a very long time to get to school. So I started looking for what to do and finally I found a bike. Now getting to getting to the bike guy now, the bike guy was like, okay, I'll carry you for two five. But still, at that point when he said two five, even though it was cheaper than every other person, I still have a very wrong feeling about it. But I still entered. Now, now that I entered the bike, on my way going, the guy entered the Kedja. My gut feeling told me to come down at the Kedja now and, you no, know, go back or tell him to carry me to the Kedja along again. Let me use my normal route I wanted to use, use in the first place. I still refused to listen to that feeling. I, I kept believing that this bike guy will carry me to where I'm going to. Now, guess what, guys? This guy did not know the way to the place. I was now like, so why the hell did you tell me? Two five, and why the hell did you carry me? You didn't know the way to the place. Then I started asking different bike people there. And at this point in time, I've already passed where I could come down. So I had to now keep following him again. Oh, till he finally got somewhere. Now he goes to a particular place, and that place was still not the toll gate. Before now, he eventually came down and found another bike that eventually carried me to, you know, where I was going at the end of the day. But after all this, I was thinking about the whole event that happened today and I was like, the main problem here was the fact that I did not listen to my instincts or as some other people know or call it, gut feeling. I got that feeling the first time I left home when I entered the first bus going to Oshodi or the bus that told me that they were going to Dogate. I did not jump down when I had the feeling that I should come down. I had that same feeling again when I climbed the bike and I did not still come down. And these two things affected me because it kind of increased the amount of time I should have spent on that journey. This was a journey that should spend only like an hour or two. I ended up coming to school around 5 when I left out at 12. Spent almost 5 hours and spent more money. Because if I even used an Uber, Uber would have probably collected like 5k or 6k from me. And I ended up spending that whole thing with my transport. So it was really messed up. But when I thought about it, I came to realize that sometimes... I know a lot of people don't really believe in the whole instinct and gut feeling thing because they think that it's always wrong. 
But for me, after that event, I came to realize that I think our gut feeling, our and our instinct are not always right, but at the same time, they are not always wrong. Sometimes they are right, sometimes they are wrong. But what I think is, whenever we have those kind of feelings or whenever we have those kind of instincts, I think we all just need to think about what our mind is telling us or what we are feeling at that point in time. So if maybe you want to get a particular contract from somebody and you're you're having a very bad feeling about that contract, you can think about it or you can go as far as praying about it even though you're having a gut feeling. Like I said, sometimes it can be wrong. So meaning that you might be having a bad feeling about signing that contract with somebody, but it might not necessarily be the right thing to do. So when it comes to instincts and gut feeling, I think instead of us to just completely scrap it off, I think sometimes we should think about what we are feeling and look at it from a logical point of view. And also you can also go as far as praying about those particular things in order for it to help you. Like for me now, if I had thought about the feeling I was having, and I'll be like, you know what, since I'm feeling this way, let me just Kukuma use the normal route or route I used to follow that I already know about. But I did not listen. And at the end of the day, it cost me money. But I learned a lot of lessons from that particular thing. So guys, whenever you have any kind of instincts or gut feeling in whatever you want to do, just always question why you have those feelings. Try to think about it. Try to be logical about it. And like I said, if you're not really coming to a conclusion, you can go as far as praying about it and hoping that God eventually directs you in the right way. So guys, I hope with this whole thing I've said, I hope I've added some value to you. Please don't forget to rate the podcast. Please don't forget to send in your reviews. And also, if you have any kind of experiences like this where your gut feeling was actually right, please don't forget to either send it in as a review or hit me up with the social media platforms or the links in the description. The links they are all linked to my LinkedIn, my LinkedIn page, my IG, my Twitter page, and all of that. You can always hit me up there or you can send in a voice message through Anchor. And with all that being said, I'm really grateful for everyone that listened to me to this point. Thank you so much, guys, for um, listening to me today. And I hope everything good. And I said, like I said before, I add value to you. Thank you guys and I'll see you guys in my next episode.